And he only ended with like four strikeouts, and I highly doubt his strikeout total is four. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? All right, you know, <laughs> jeez. Like <laughs> night, man. What the fuck? How? Or what did you do? How? Um, just stayed up, just watching movies and shit. Jeez, oh, so that kind of late night. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't like partying or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, ah, Machado through the gap. All right. Um, you guys watch any of this PGA or no? Uh no, no. It, it just takes a lot of time to dedicate to researching golf. I'm just keeping so, an eye on it. So this last night, I put in. Tiger Woods under 74 and a half. John Daly under 84 and a half. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he finished 72. Uh, Dustin Johnson over two and a half birdies and Xander Schauffele over two Shoffley. and a half. Shoffley. Um, Souffle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dustin Johnson isn't playing yet, but all three of them have hit so far. Tiger Woods has four more holes left and he's at 61. So it's going to be a tight finish, but. If he can hit that, we're looking good here. What's what's the leader at? Leader is Rory McIlroy, six under. Fuck. Warning track power for Osner. Fuck, yeah. I was going to take uh, McIlroy over two and a half birdies, too. Everyone was over, like, two and a half birdies. I was like, this could I be love, the easiest fucking bet. I love the birdie props. Those are easy. That's yeah. the easiest one. Yeah. Hey, you're going to well, give John Daly 84 and a half strokes? Put some respect on my boy's name. <laughs> Or we're, eventually we're going to start to get get serious in the golf, though, because we were saying earlier that we've basically just been all NHL. Yeah, I mean it's taking the it's taking precedent because like playoffs and shit, you know. Yeah, but it's going to come to an end, and you're only going to get like one game a week or once one game every couple of days. So yeah, you got to direct your attention elsewhere. So it's going to be For baseball. Sure. I will golf. Yeah. No, golf sports. I, I did want to uh, bring to the table. Um, who do you guys have winning the Stanley Cup so far? Like after the after the first game you saw last night, Justin, Carolina Hurricanes. Easy. Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't impressed. I mean, if if Edmonton and Calgary are going to keep that pace, dude. I mean, nah. Fuck. Well, it, it, I was gonna. I wanted to talk about this. On a different podcast, but I guess I'll take the opportunity to do it now. But everybody was on Edmonton, like, like they're so fucking good, best player in the world. Mm-hmm. Calling him Gretzky and shit like that. <laughs> and my whole thing was like, I don't think, like, not really. Like, they weren't that impressive during the regular season. Um, I just thought they were overrated. Edmonton speaking about mm. and. And I especially hate – this is kind of what, like, brought my – when I texted you guys about what I wanted the discussion to be about mm-hmm. last time, which mm-hmm. we didn't talk about. <laughs> what what caught my attention was how how they act like, when they're playing the Kings. And it's – the Kings are, like, lucky to be there. Like, Cinderella story. 
Yeah. Like barely made playoffs. And these guys are acting like they won the Stanley Cup when they well, beat I the don't Kings know about and shit. barely made playoffs. We finished second in the division. <laughs> yeah, we but they, beat, we, we are finished over over the Oilers, I believe. No. I don't it was think so. it was in the or no, not Avalanche. It was us, the Oilers, and fuck, one other team. But those are the top three teams. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, Colorado. Okay, but it took us to the last. It took the Kings to the last week to clinch. Yeah, that's true. But when you when you have on one side best player in the world, a team like Edmonton that can score goals, and then you yeah. you go all the way to Game Seven and barely win. Yeah, yeah. It's you can't have both. You can't, you can't be this team, this legacy team, apparently, and then act like you guys won the Stanley Cup when you beat the Kings in seven yeah, games. They were basically duct taped together. Game team. one. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. And then and now they play like a a better team, and uh-huh. they're getting fucking embarrassed. Which is basically what we were saying like, like they're not that good. Wait till they play a good team. Blah blah blah. And they play Calgary and Calgary. Fucking shows up. I gotta say, I did not. I was not expecting that from Calgary. I was saying because I, I, like, uh, wholeheartedly. If the Kings won, we're steamrolling the next fucking Dallas or Calgary. But I don't yeah. know. Calgary looks like they would have given us some. I think the Western Conference, yeah, is a little overrated as a whole. <clears throat> Whoever so, wins yeah. the Stanley Cup is coming out of the Eastern Conference. Whether that's uh, what Carolina. Dude, I have. See, uh, it's crazy. You have Carolina winning. I have I have Colorado winning. I think it'll be Colorado. I don't think so. No, Carolina is the best five on five hockey team, and they have the best penalty kill uh, in the league. So the teams that like teams like Edmonton that rely heavily on scoring on the power play, and like the Rangers and shit like that, they just negate it when they play Carolina because they just so good defensively. Yeah. Okay, who won last year? Was it Carolina? No, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay won. That's but right. that was the COVID year, so you asterisk. Um, yeah, played Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I can see Carolina winning. I want Carolina to win. That's my like. That's my team. I'm picking. Uh, but... Like I said, I have a future parlay on that. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm all in on Carolina. Yeah. I don't think and the fact that they that's for sure were able to win game one yesterday is yeah they're just experienced they have good leadership and good coaching just yeah and honestly, check a lot of I, I took Carolina in like a three yesterday uh, four team that got screwed but uh, you probably thought you were Dunzo yeah exactly no no, no it's I the worst wasn't worried at all it was one zero going in the third and I was like no nah, we got I I just watching the game I, you could totally tell when the pressure is being squeezed and you're like. They're gonna get one in, you know. Well, that's kind of riding the same thing. That's why that some of the best bets in, especially in the playoffs right now, is to just take the underdog in the third period. Speaking of underdog, uh, fuck it. I love how we were talking yesterday during the games. It was like, uh, okay, all these games are going under. The defense is clamped down, like I was saying on our previous podcast. And then it was like, okay, but then we have the night game going into Edmonton, Calgary, and then we were like. I think it, I mean, I think all signs are pointed to fucking over on this one. Yeah, they hit like fifteen goals. It was not like for sure craziest game. It, it doesn't always work like that, but I do. I do tend to look at that as 
an indicator because of like laws of average. All these games are going under because of the defense and like the situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking, okay, we might need to go under for this game. And I was like, you know what? No, I think it's going to be a fucking shootout. Right. That was right. a good, great, great, great change of mind right there. I didn't even watch it because before I knew it, it was already 3 <laughs> 1 in the first period. It either. was the craziest game. Came back and tied it 6 6, and then fucking. Uh, uh, Calgary scored again then they went like the old fucking empty netter and then mm. scored again like 15 goals it was insane great yeah good for, good for that which, good for but, Canada and, yeah. but when, when this happens when Edmonton does that like puts that production up they tend to not do it the next game I, w- I would almost check the over under for next game you know yeah, it's probably going to be so inflated yeah, probably. I would go under for sure. And and and, and Edmonton. You're not going to gonna see that, that game again. Edmonton has to know that they they're not going to be able to like outscore these guys on the road, so they're going to have to change the way their their tactics or whatever, try to slow the game down and stuff like that. Yeah, no. Watch them start doing the old dump and sit. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. So under game two probably wouldn't be a bad bet. That that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm hey. leaning right now. Yeah. But what about today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold let's, on. Let's, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take a second for me to review my uh, five out go. of five I hit last night. Let's fucking start go. calling you Mr. Price Pick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were talking about. All right, it's time to start winning price. That's exactly. the kick I needed right there. Exactly. Um, go ahead. I posted this on my Twitter too. Um, I had Vander over three and a half hits. He ended with four. McDavid to score a goal, he hit in like the first period. Uh, Jacob Markstrom over two and a half allowed, he let six. Matthew Kachuk <laughs> over shots on goal, two and a half, he ended with eight. Blake Coleman over two shots, ended with four. Literally by a fucking country mile, we hit this. Hmm. Yep. What was That's, the risk I reward you the on that one? After the first period, everyone was like one one stat away from hitting. <laughs> What was what was the uh, buy-in and the payout? In that? Uh, very low buy-in. <laughs> no, Don't tell me it was a dollar or something. No, you can't. They only let five dollars. So five dollar max minimum. 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 Okay. So I did a five dollar one. So it was a ten x payout. Ah, darn. Yeah. Don't you hate that when you go in low and hit? You're like fuck. That's pretty much the only time you do hit those five teamers. Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of—I was telling Justin though earlier that <clears throat> yesterday we did a two-teamer that ended up hitting, mm-hmm. but it was it, to me it felt so much harder to hit that two-teamer than it does sometimes when you just throw together a five-teamer. Maybe you, can, you don't overthink it. The that—that's exactly what I like. How I said it last night. The crazy thing is, players are in the same game. <laughs> yeah, I know that's very difficult. Yeah. So, but I felt good. I was like fucking looking at the previous stats and shit. I was like, dude, if it's gonna, then all these stats are. I mean, shit, yeah. over two, two and a half shots or two shots on goal, two and a half shots on goal. Connor gave it to score. Like, I was worried about was Kane and and Markstrom. Oh, fucking that's gave why, three that's goals. That's why it's important. Easy. That's why it's important when you're betting, yep. doing. I already know uh, what you're gonna say. DraftKings. Yep. Any any sort of like betting, you have to script out game theory, like what yep. you think is gonna happen. Oh, game, absolutely. You know? And that I should try be to, like, play into my head. right, and that should be how you you construct your lineups and, mm-hmm. and do that kind of stuff. Because, like you said, 
if you get the game theory right and you have five people from the same game, they should all in theory hit. Yeah, it's it's basically like like stacking in uh, DFS. Correct. Right. Game this team's gonna dominate. I'm gonna take batters one through five, and that's how you win these tournaments and shit. Yeah, but if you're wrong, then you're fucked. But yeah, then you get zero. But it doesn't matter if you're only if you're only entering with five dollars or whatever. It's just yeah, no big deal. You know? Well, start. Yeah. I'm starting it's a cup of coffee. Just, like I think I said this a couple episodes ago. I was just like, I, I'm I'm making my way back from. But mm. this week, shit, I've hit like two two esports bets. Uh, hit a four teamer and then a five teamer. So mm. hey, it looks like we're uh, back in the win column here. Well, good. Well, I I mean. Not trying to be anyone's accountant or anything, but mm-hmm. I think it's way easier to to hit in price picks. Mm-hmm. So you should just be consistently cashing out because you already you already know that you can hit a five teamer very easily, right? right. It's, it's a lot easier to hit a five teamer price picks than a five team parlay. Yeah. So I just cash out, bank it, and on to the next five dollar fucking five teamer. Let me let me add let me add a little nugget to this really quick before we move on. I don't know if it's uh, just because Twitter is like an echo chamber or what, but Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people posting like big wins on Price Picks on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and I think it's only a matter of time before Price Pick gets that money back. So you have to be Mm -hmm. careful. They do that to fucking gain followers and shit. One hundred percent. It's the Vegas factor. I fucking you hit your first parlay the first weekend you go to Vegas. I yeah. You'll never hit it again. I have I have like a like a. Like a moral I live by is uh, the code I live by is I don't like to take other people and place them as my own, you know, oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. But then I get suckered into like I followed a couple people on, on like Instagram or something, and yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take their bets just you know, I'm gonna bet really small on it just to see if they hit mm. for like the uh, the like so I can hold them like the accountability of it. Right. The only the only time every time I that, start following something, they lose every fucking bet they post on. Like um, I unfollow everyone. You know what? I'm better off on my own. Fuck you guys. You are no, for sure. <laughs> but the only time it's acceptable to do that is when you're on just like the coldest of all cold streaks. Right. So you have to take someone else's place because your system's not working. So yeah, right. If you're hot and you're on a heater, the like, worst thing to do is to be like. Browsing through Twitter and getting ideas. Mm-hmm. People. Yeah, like oh, they, these guys have a play that's against my my if, lead. If I hit this four leg golf bet this morning, uh, I'm officially on a heater. Then yeah, I, don't I, go. I, on I also hit a CS:GO bet yesterday too. It's just a two legger though, so <laughs> that's good. You'll two legger. Fuck, we're almost up a hundred. Just Wait, okay. Bullshit. Last last point before we do our shit for today. It kind of goes against. It kind of goes with what Justin was saying. I do see. The that based on Twitter that Calgary is almost becoming like America's sweetheart. Everybody yeah. is posting about Calgary. You have like the whole uh, Kachuk family. They're becoming like the Gronks and shit. You yeah, guys see that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So just just be cognizant of that. I don't know if they're going to inflate lines or whatever, or you can use it in your favor. And like these guys are finally getting some fucking publicity. You may just see like. Their superstars get like they're egging every game. Maybe, so, yeah. Well, for what it's worth, it's so weird because Calgary is one of those teams I like stayed away from in the regular season, but now yeah. it's like, hey, <laughs> they're on my radar for sure. Yep. All right. Got at least a couple more games to bet on them. And fucking cat. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, what, right. we got, what do we got going today here? Justin? Is he here? Oh. I'm here. I'm present. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at price picks. Okay. Uh, obviously, yeah. there's NBA. Yeah, yeah. Game two, <laughs> Miami, Boston. Uh, there's a couple MLB games. Uh, we have two NHL, NHL games. Uh, you know what? I've also seen a lot of people on Twitter posting a lot of wins on WNBA. Uh-huh. Food for thought there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there is, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Unless I'm missing something. Uh-uh. How do you guys? You think- probably do some like late PGA stuff, but I'm not gonna touch that today. Mm-hmm. What do you, how do you guys think the NHL games are going to go? Hmm. <laughs> Wait, who's playing today? Sorry, I was looking at the uh, Celtics. <clears throat> the Lightning Light, play Light the Panthers. Panthers. And then you have the Avalanche, St. Louis Blues. I would take the Avs again. <laughs> uh, I, I have a feeling the Avalanche are going to kill St. Louis there. I, I just so. think that I just think that St. Louis kind of matches up semi well. I mean, as good as you can against a team like Colorado, like no one's going to be able to match up like one for one with them. But yeah, but I think they have the right like players to at least slow them down. You saw in the last game. Yeah, to me, it seems a little bit like the Kings' game plan against Edmonton, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but. Even when Kings were doing that, they still were matching shots on goal. Right. Did you see the difference in shots on goal in game one? Yeah, it was like a lot, think, like 20 to a 40 or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like Which means if you're just going to rely on the goalie to save 45 shots, like it's, <laughs> it's not like the best system, I don't think. I, yeah. Probably so. I, and like I, we mentioned the last podcast, I was wondering if – all that time off was going to slow down Colorado as far as yeah. like scoring goals and stuff like that, which it probably was. Maybe they needed a game to just put it all together. And <clears throat> yep. You could see game two here is just like an explosive <laughs> offense. Yeah, they're fucking slam dunk and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm okay with any Colorado players. Shots on goal or something like that. Yeah. Or, or goals allowed. Or, or goals allowed by St. Louis, yeah. Yeah. Three and a half is what it is for Bennington. Oh. <laughs> I like I like that. Mm. PJ, your thoughts? Bobrovsky, I'm looking at the, uh, the hockey Bobrovsky. game right now. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the hockey game right now. I don't. Yeah. Yep. This, yeah. This, game, this game's gonna. What was the What was the score of the game one for this one? Four to one. Was it? Oh, was it? What was it? Four to one. I think you're going to get a lot more like low scoring in this series. Yeah, I, I think they're high scoring like, series. They're just, yeah, they're just it's in state and they just don't like each other. So it's just I don't, I don't think you're going to get a lot of scoring in this one mm-hmm. in the series uh, at all. I would take Huberdo for sure. Uh, oh, I'm looking right now. My my likes for this game are Stamco Huberdo ever shot on goal. Um, so if it's last hits, no, yeah, he's like just, just t- yeah, hit and run. Don't go back to the well on that one. Okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I I hate to say it, but 
I think the best two teamer to do is to go Bennington over three and a half goals allowed and parlay it to an NBA prop. Are we in Tampa Bay or at Florida? That's at it's at Florida Panthers. But I just don't have a I don't have a very good lean on the Florida games. The Florida game. Mm-hmm. Like at all. And you can, you can't bet against yourself in the in the in the same game. So unless you plan on taking someone from St. Louis, you can, you can't really do two hockey games. Hockey someone players. from Colorado. You can't have like, same team. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like as your two teamer. Right, but you could do it in your five teamer though, right? You could do it in a five teamer. Do two games in a uh, five te- wait, two teamer? I'm saying you can't have like uh you can't have a, a okay, so you, we have Bennington over three and a half goals allowed. Mm-hmm. You can't have you can't have, like, you can't, player yeah, you can't have opposites. You can't have someone from Colorado and that's your two teamer. You're taking Bennington over three and a half? Goals allowed, yeah. Okay. I think, All right. I think I think Colorado just comes out and fucking lights up the score. I like it. All right. But at the same time, I like Bob Rossi over two and a half goals allowed. Um Do you not like that one? Well, I kinda agree with what Justin's saying. I think that's gonna be a slow, slow down series. Okay, I'm not gonna take talks me out of it. Because Tampa Bay can do that. They don't have a problem doing that shit. Well Tampa you know? Bay is like a they were like a they're a fast paced team. Yeah, but they've I don't know shown to keep up with they, them. They've shown that they're okay making it a low scoring game. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, hear me out on this one. Let me just let me, I have two points here. <laughs> Number one, do you remember what the over hits were for the guy from Colorado? Abu Abe <laughs> Kubel. You remember what it was, it was last time? It was three and a half. Two was it three and a half. All of a sudden, it's four and a half for this game. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, was, yeah. Anyways, he probably goes over. Last game four, right? Six. He ended with six. Yeah, because it went to overtime. Anyways, if you are, and here's my next point here: if you're the Boston Celtics, right? Mm. Are you gonna let Jimmy Butler just destroy you and win another game, <laughs> or no. are you defensively gonna do everything possible to make sure that? Someone else on their team beats you. You have to. Is is it like that hard of like a concept, or it's, they're just gonna play stubborn and let him go? It's one okay. v one again. Well, it's really fucking annoying because that was my theory in game one. How the fucking me, Ryan, not a basketball player, not a basketball coach, I knew the double team Jimmy Butler game one, and these guys come out and they let him score forty plus points and shit. It's so like doesn't even make sense, so, but. You have to do something defensively because he's the, he's their own he's he accumulates almost fifty percent of their points, and so if you're not going to double team, then you're just being stubborn. Right, which leads me to: Do you take an over points for someone else on Miami? That say that was my theory game one, and I said it's going to be somebody else. Like they're going to focus Jimmy Butler, and he it, that was not the case. So. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of saying you're kind of like following that same path. Like, let's look for someone else on Miami because they're gonna fuck. It doesn't matter. Jimmy Butler was fucking on fire against the Celtics, and he's still hot against the Celtics, and he's at twenty six and a half points. I don't think that's a bad take. Okay, so Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Okay, well, hear me out for a second. So I watched that game because we had Adebayo, 
and, fucking waste of space. Okay, so yeah, well, of course, like I said, I don't watch the game, so I don't really know. But now, now I think I have an idea of how they run their offense. Uh-huh. They they want their big guy out of the paint, so it looked like majority of the time Jimmy Butler was handling the ball. Mm-hmm. They put Autobio on the opposite wing, away from where whatever way Jimmy Butler was going to drive. Uh-huh. And so it brought the big man out of the paint. And it was whoever was guarding Butler, and he was going, and that's why he was scoring a bunch. And if they collapsed, it was like the kick out to Gabe Vincent. And that was like their whole offense. <laughs> I don't see, I could see them doing the same thing unless Boston going to change it up. So, uh, does, does Boston's defense change at all with Marcus Smart playing? He'll probably, he'll probably guard Jimmy Butler. It's smart. He's smart. I don't know. They have his like props on price. But let me let me pull up DraftKings and see if they. I mean, he looks he looks fine to me on the sideline, fucking chirping. Yeah. <laughs> but you have Gabe Vincent at ten and a half. You have Struis at uh, eleven and a half points. Struis seems. Yeah, but it says that Marcus Smart is probable. He's probably yeah. playing. Obviously. Yeah. Derek White's out. Wait, didn't Derek White? What the fuck? He's trash, dude. No, he's really good. trash. Peyton Pritchard. Wait, hold on. Really quick. The one, the one, uh, Pritchard. Hold on. The one, a... um, give me that. No, he's not going to get as many minutes with Marcus Smart and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, the one thing I did see a lot of in the uh, last game one was the, the amount of blocks. Okay. Um, there was just a lot of like um, blocks and, and steals and stuff like that. So <clears throat> they only list three players for blocks, and they're all over a half: it's mm-hmm. Tatum, Butler, and Grant Williams. Mm-hmm. Depot is a seven and a half. You, fuck, if you can't get the eight points, like why are you even on the team? Here's here, here's what I'll say about Pritchard, which I, I, I'm kind of off of it. Did you watch the game at all or no? Yeah, I saw his like three pointer that he shot. He almost broke the backboard. <laughs> Full start okay, of the so... game off the bench, three for four. He had eight points like immediately. Okay, so but towards the end of the game though, I don't know if they kept him in because like they thought he was like hot hand, but he ended up getting switched up and like guarding Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler just they ended up just going giving the ball to whoever Pritchard was defending. Almost like he's a defensive liability. Okay, that's just, fine. I'm not taking him like steals and shit. Just saying. Well, 18 points last game. And with, yep. with a guard out. The whole theory was Marcus Smart and Al Horford are out. I'm taking Pritchard as like the bench player. And now Horford and Derek White are all like day-to-day or out. So, no. I mean, it's he's kind like, of... To me, Pritchard is the poor man's pack content. <laughs> Some nights he'll get that eighteen or like that, and the other yes. nights he's scoring zero. So yeah. it just depends on like the flow of the game, I guess, or you know if you can hit a couple shots, see see the ball go through the net a couple times. But <laughs> I, he he's just too like his floor is too low for me to okay. stick okay. that in. You know? No, for sure. No, I hear what you're saying. Except he had 14 points the last game against the Bucks. He had 18 last game against the Heat. And before that, Pritchard zero. Yeah, so that's what you're talking about, right? It's, it's not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault you for taking it. I'm just saying I'm not gonna trust that to be 
and then like four, a cornerstone four, from. Four. No, you're from right. It's a reach. Right. It's a reach for sure. It was uh, it was wide eyed. It hit hit the other day, so take it again. No, let's be smarter than that. Okay, <laughs> how about this one? <laughs> and it almost uh, maybe I guess he added in a five teamer, but if he play, you're not faulted if he doesn't end up playing. But if he does, you don't think Marcus Smart is going to go over one and a half blocks and and steals? I think. So. I mean, it's it's the only way that they can win is if he's, he's like, like active defensively. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god! They have Tyler Hero at one and a half threes. <laughs> oh my Under. god! Under. <laughs> I, I can't take him anywhere. I'm just going to list the Marcus Smart in there. Just just half. And let me let me ask you guys a question really quick. And this is like, this will really show everyone that I don't watch NBA. Since when is Brad Stevens about to coach the Celtics? Dude, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching like the first couple of games of the playoffs. I was like, who? Like, where is like the nerdy white? I saw I saw one of their games towards the end of the regular season, and I thought maybe he was just out on like COVID or something. You know? Yeah. No. He's in but, their like, front office. I didn't know now. he wasn't coaching their team anymore. Not he's the in their front office. He's what? He's a, he's in their front office, Boston. Oh, office. so he just upgraded, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Still involved, which is yeah. which is like the smartest thing you can do, for sure. Okay, okay. Well, I, I do like uh, Robert Williams over eight and a half rebounds. Yeah, I just he's think, a rebounding machine, dude. I, hey, That's probably I good get it. I kind of like that one. It just depends on how many minutes Horford plays if he comes back. Yeah, it's, it, these games are, they both start like they. I don't know. It's like Horford's not the rebounding guy. He's not. He, he's not. But you, you also have Grant Williams. You can't have Robert Williams, Grant Williams, and Horford. Yeah. Fuck. You're true. Yeah. I, like, think I mean, you, I mean you can. You can. But I'm saying like some your your stats are going to be skewed. When it's all three of them as opposed to only two of them. And Grant Williams was like in foul trouble last game, I think. So. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I'll say about that. And I don't, like I said, I haven't watched too many of these games, but from the games I've seen in the NBA, a lot of them have been Boston for whatever reason. Just because last time we were like targeting them against Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Anyways, when Horford plays, Grant Williams plays more like the wing role. Mm-hmm. So, like, he won't really be game taking rebounds from someone else. Yeah. 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 That's if Horford plays, then you know I would say under rebounds for Williams, but I'm not. not I wouldn't take that. I'm just saying. Right. But the other thing to keep in mind is if, if for whatever reason they all play and Robert Williams gets moved to the bench or something, who comes off the bench for Miami? I guess Deadman does. Yeah, but, but it's like uh, Hero and Oladipo. They're not going to sub in. Five- Grant or Robert Williams, if it's two guards coming off the bench from Miami, you know. Yep. I don't know. Uh, how about Jason Tatum over six and a half? He's had eight, eight, and nine in the last three games. <laughs> six the game before that. So I mean, his <laughs> I mean, that's like right on par. I might take that. Thirteenth the game before that. I mean, he is hit six. Once out of his last five games, I'm going with that. I don't care who's in their line. Uh, okay. I mean, what's what? Uh, hmm. Let me see. 
thirty. What about thirty nine and a half points rebounds assists for Tatum? I think kind of an important uh, game for Boston here. Yeah, but uh, what I what I texted you guys in that game though is I'll tell you, Jimmy Butler though, Miami's offense and roster is pretty garbage to be honest. Pretty bad, man. <laughs> and it's like you guys, Boston, you guys can't you know, put up one hundred and ten points or something and beat these guys. I mean, Miami's they can if they double with Jimmy Butler, like we were saying. <laughs> or at least give him like the respect of like helping out every once in a while, you know. Right. But I'm saying like, if if Boston's gonna try to win this game, other than the defensive adjustments, who's gonna take over on offense? Probably Tatum, right? Yeah, it's gonna be yes, but yeah, I guess. Or I mean, usually it's like you'll get an uptick in offense from either Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart. One of those two will. Right. Participate. Who, who, who was guarding Tatum though? You remember? You remember? No. Jimmy Butler? I don't know. Fuck. they switched it up. Then who guards Jalen Brown? Struess or something? What about what about so, Jalen no. Brown? Thirty three and a half. Point three rounds assists. Gabe Vincent, who is who's the who is he guarding? Probably Jalen Brown. No, uh, well, I don't um, even remember who started. The thing about Jalen Brown is, is his production is like hit or miss on points. He'll have like the assists and the in the rebounds. It's just like some days he has like twenty two plus points. Other days like twelve, fucking twelve to fourteen. Yeah, it t- it took him a minute to get going last game, but he ended with twenty four points. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That some when it must win like this, you have a slow start. They're probably not going to keep going back to you. Jason Tatum at 29, 8, and 6. Jeez. Should we do point assist then? Tatum? Yeah. I think so. I think him or Butler, points, rebounds, and assists every game is a good bet. You're probably. What was, what, what was the points, rebounds, assists for Tatum last game? Do you recall or no? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. But it's at 39.5 right now. Mm-hmm. It was probably like 37.5 last game. How many points did he score? 29. How many had like rebounds eight assists? Rebounds. He had eight rebounds and fucking... Six assists. Six assists, yeah. That's pretty good. Full, I mean, that's, no, that's no smart, no Horford, but... Yeah. I, I, I think he could still do the same thing. He also has a ceiling of scoring 40 points. So, sure. Well, I mean, like, well, game seven against the uh, the Bucks, he went 23-6-8, so... Yeah, but that's that's the game that Grant Williams scored fucking thirty points. Yeah, I mean he still had all those fucking stats. Yeah, with Grant yeah. Williams, someone else scoring thirty points. What about just points? Well, that's what PJ was talking about, right? I said and a half. Yeah. Oh, well, I was thinking points or rebounds, dude, because his his rebounds are the most enticing stat line right now to me. And it's like again a must win, so. <clears throat> But I, I think okay, I think I'll go as far as saying Tatum, Butler, Tatum and Butler, either points, rebounds is always good, or points, rebounds, and assists. I think those are always good bets. I like to I try to almost whatever I input, I almost like hedge myself with my play. Mm-hmm. And I don't like 
I don't necessarily like taking single stats for NBA players mm-hmm. in, in case they get into foul trouble. Because mm-hmm. he'll, he'll play, but if for some reason he has like four fouls in the second half, he's not going anywhere near the paint. No, he's not. So, like, you're like if you're at five rebounds, you need like two more. There's a, chan- <laughs> there's a chance you, you're not going to get it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, that's why I don't like taking single stats. Yeah. I hear so, that. But, but point, re- point rebounds assists is like, you know. Same same theory. He just sits on the three point line or some shit. I don't know. Damn, we should have taken Jimmy Butler blocks and steals. He's at two and a half now. Yeah, that's, that's why. How about Jalen Brown one and a half blocks and steals? Well, I have Marcus Smart one and a half. Uh, so if you have Marcus Smart, I might go with that. I'm too. with that. My th- the three I have so far is Bennington over three and a half goals, Marcus Smart over one and a half blocks and steals, and then the the Jason Tatum points rebounds assists. Okay. Okay. But we're gonna remove hero. We've maxed out our NBA props, so yeah. I'm not gonna fish for another NBA one. It's just too much. Okay. So you're taking uh, Tatum points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah. All right. All right. I like it. I ride with that. We probably should just like PJ was saying, take a shots on goal in the the Florida game. No, in the Florida game. Mm -hmm. Or or we can go Colorado. I prefer Colorado. That's a good point. Okay. You have McKinnon five and a half. <laughs> I mean, don't be scared of it. Get... Yeah, no, I'm not at all. But at six last game. <laughs> That's okay. In a slowdown game, too. Yeah, really. About to hey, I might take McKinnon shots on goal there. What about Shoe skin's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Kadri was my dark horse during the season. He like tends to hit every time. Yeah, Kadri's a fucking head case though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with um Shuskin, Makar, or uh McKinnon. Nobody likes Devin Taves, huh? No. Devin Taves is still on there for a point. Okay, hold on. Which he did not get, but he had four shots on goal last game. Yeah, shoe scan four, six, four, seven. Yeah. Oh, McKenna had eight last game. Jesus. Who? Kadri had five. I like Kadri because he's the lowest set stat there. You know, and he—that's what I'm saying. He tends to always hit. It yeah, was but he's three a, or four. He's a centerman, though. I think so. He doesn't. I'd rather take a winger for a shot on line, unless you're McKinnon. But it's just like my. I'm just telling you what I take. Cad, I took Kadri almost every game last, like during the season, and he hit like 85. percent Okay, we could take both. Honestly, I, see, right? I don't like Kadri. Though. I like it. Don't take it, but I. I I'm just not a fan of like because he plays with. Um. Yeah, Landeskog. Oh, and he's with Lincoln. In. Okay. I'll take it. I'm going to go Kadri and McKinnon. Five teamer. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Is, um, Bennington over three and a half. Goals allowed. Marcus Smart over one and a half. Blocks and steals. Jason Tatum over 30 and a half. Point three rounds assists. Kadri over three shots on goal. McKinnon over five and a half shots on goal. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I may have found something here. <laughs> oh, I can't find. I don't know. Let me pull this up. 
if I remember correctly, in the last game between Lightning and Panthers, Sherratt was like mm. kind of tasked with being like the best. Yes. His hits are at three and a half right now. I like that. The last game hit <laughs> four. He had four last game. Game one. I don't mind that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Four against Washington, the last game against Washington. Um, three. Oops. It's not a bad play. Okay. Why is Lindsey Scott at five and a half? Three. <laughs> Why what? Landis got five and a half hits. <laughs> Fucking wood or what? I don't know. Not sure. Could be inflated because the last game stops. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Fuck. You're always going to take. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I just don't like doing talk about that. I, I, I like going. Doing the good ass one and circling back in a week or so or something. Yeah, yeah when it comes down, when it comes back to when it comes back to Colorado, game four or five. All right, so we got our five. There it is. Kadri out, Sherratt in. Okay, I like that better. I'm gonna. That's our. That's our five teamer. And then, oh shit. Huh? Hold on, I'm putting this stuff in. The two teamer is gonna be Bennington and and who else? Probably. Did. Wait, did we take a Jason Tatum one if, or is Mark? Yeah. Which one? Uh, both. <laughs> it was points for Tatum. Points, rebounds, assists. Uh, I would. I wouldn't put Marcus Smart in the two teamer in, in the case event he doesn't play. play. Okay. Tatum. Yeah, probably. I mean, we're Colorado offense, and then Jason Tatum, one of the best players in the NBA right now. I feel pretty confident about that. <laughs> right? Yeah, probably. Okay, we're in. Lock it in. All right, I'll, I'll post on Twitter. And... All right. Sounds good. We're up at like 53 minutes, but I think the first 10 was dead air until PJ got. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at 43. So. All right. Sounds good. Lock it in. All right. All right. All right.